Talking Avalanche with Altitude Sports on the Jim Davis Show. And joining us right now, he's the studio host of Avalanche Hockey. Kyle Keefe joins us. Kyle, appreciate the time. Great to have you back with us. It's uh, been a day or two. Yeah. Uh, good morning, guys. Uh, always better after a win. So Always, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's always <laughs> a good day. <laughs> Especially after taking down the Vegas Golden Knights. 3 nothing win last night for the Avalanche. Uh, the choo-choo train just keeps uh, chugging along. Valerie Nachushkin, a uh, couple power play goals last night. He's now tied uh, Nathan McKinnon for the most goals for the Avalanche with 22 on the season. Uh, after everything that happened in Seattle last year in the playoffs, uh, you know, and, and that debacle, and then you know, it seemed like the, the birth of his daughter has definitely changed the trajectory of Valerie Nachushkin and his play on the ice. Yeah, I mean, if you go back to the, the beginning of the regular season, obviously he had to come out and address the media and, uh, you know, face the music and answer questions and deal with that and got off to a slow start, uh, had one goal in his first nine games, and it was like, hmm. Um, since then, you know, he leads the National Hockey League in goals. So, I mean, you can go back and look at the schedule, and there's not a, a player in the league that has more uh, goals than Val Nachushkin. So, uh, he's obviously found a rhythm. I think he he deserves everything that he that he gets because he works his tail off. I mean, he may be our best penalty killer. Uh, he's most certainly the best forechecker on the team. Uh, he creates his own time and space. He's he got some magical hands. He's got great chemistry with Nate and Miko, and uh, he's a Swiss Army knife when it comes to you know what lines you can put him on. And I think the I think the most dangerous part of his game is yet to come because we're still waiting on Arturi Lekkonen, and he will change that second line. I think uh, the addition of Jonathan Druin has opened things up for Val, and now all of a sudden if you can put Lekkonen on that second line and start to build something with Nachushkin and Ross Colton or if it's Ryan Johansson, whoever's centering that line, it's, um, you know, he's been... He's been as good as advertised for the last couple of years, and, and obviously this year he's fine in the back of the net uh, all the time. Altitude's Cal Keefe with us today on the Team Sports Network. Uh, Nathan McKinnon is just <laughs> like Nachushkin having a sensational season. And, and Mac right now, if you, you look at uh, you know, a lot of the pundits out there, Kyle, that uh, a lot of people feel like he is the front runner for the Hart Trophy. I mean, there's a lot of other really worthy candidates, Connor McDavid, uh, Sam Reinhardt, Nikita Kucherov. I mean, there's um, you know, Hughes has played well, Austin Matthews. There's a lot of guys that are contenders for it. But to, but certainly the way Nathan McKinnon has played, no doubt right now, he is clearly the front runner for the heart. Yeah, and he's, uh, you know, it's a different style, right? It's a different style than, say, a McDavid or a Nikita Kucherov or a David Pasternak. Like, it's, it is angry hockey um he is one of the most powerful uh forwards in the game and and from a from the standpoint of just looking at him you say oh well you know he's kind of uh shorter in stature and you know he's you know he's all about finesse if i'm six foot 195 pounds he's six foot 190 and he would throw me through a wall um he is you know his lower half of his body looks like a rhinoceros i mean he is full muscle and he plays angry and when when nate gets into that physical mode he's unstoppable because he is uh if not the most powerful skater in the game he's certainly top two um he just has a different level i think he 
he he deserves to be recognized, and I think Nate actually wants to win MVP. And it's not it's not that it's the accolade or the recognition. I think it's a, a personal thing where he believes that he's the best player in the game, and he's got the hardware under his belt with the Stanley Cup. Um, but there are other things to 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 prove to himself, not to the league or to the media or to his teammates. But Nate wants to be known as the best player, and you know he's got. I think he, you know, he's what a 23 home game point streak. It's the third longest in the history of the NHL to start a season, only behind Bobby Orr, who's 25 games, and of course Wayne Gretzky back in, you know, the day when they only had 80 regular season games. Wayne Gretzky had a point in every game at home the entire season. He had 40. Um, so I, this was within reach, certainly for for Nate. But he's the kind of guy that you go there and you buy a ticket to watch. Uh, last night had a, another point, and you know he's. Uh, we're lucky. I'm lucky to to watch guys like Nate and in the prime of his career. So uh, what he's doing, he's having fun doing it, and uh, he's just. Uh, I mean, he's a freak of nature, and uh, we're lucky to have him in the Burgundy and Blue. Altitude's Cal Keith with us today on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network. Who's the player this year, Kyle? That maybe has had a surprisingly good season that has maybe exceeded your expectations? Well, that's a good question. I mean, just with a handful of games, I mean, I think people can can smile and look towards the future on Sam Malinsky. Um, there are times when I'm, when I'm watching the game and I'm like, wow, that's a great shot by Kale. Well, it wasn't Kale. It was Sam Malinsky. I mean, he can dance on the blue line, uh, loves to shoot the puck, young, undrafted guy that is, uh, you know, he's, He's got that sort of silk, silky smooth skating ability. He's tough. Um, like I said, he can shoot. He's easy to get along with. I think that, you know, with thinking about Gerard being down and Bo Byram kind of in and out of the lineup and Josh Manson, you've had guys like Caleb Jones and Sam Malinsky step up. And I think that it gives them more, certainly more depth, but it gives them more options down the road when you're talking contracts and salary cap issues that he can step in and provide some serious fireworks on that blue line so even though the numbers may not be there i think he's got a couple of goals but you can tell that this guy belongs in the league and certainly will will be in the league for for many years to come and hopefully with the app Kyle Keefe with Altitude TV joining us today on the Team Sports Network. Uh, Alexander Georgiev uh, getting the shutout last night against uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. I know one of the concerns, Kyle, has been about goaltending, and at times it, uh, Georgiev has looked, uh, Georgie's looked brilliant, and other times maybe not so much. Maybe it's been times where the defense hasn't played that well in front of him. But uh, from an overall uh, position standpoint, there, there seems to be a sense with some out there that follow this team and, and watch what the Avalanche uh, have on this roster that, that maybe goaltending backup spot in particular might be still a, a little bit of an area of weakness for the Avalanche. Yeah, I mean, he just leads the league and wins. Um, That's all he does. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, there's, there's always going to be such a hyper focus on goaltending and unless your name is marty brodeur or patrick waugh or mark andre Fleury, that's going to be a, an area of concern there's teams out there like winnipeg with connor hellebuck and uh, olmark and swayman and that combination in boston and shesterkin in new york and you know these guys are the best goalies and these are the only ones that can win the stanley cup 
Well, don't forget about guys like Cam Talbot that revitalized their career in L.A. And, you know, he gets shelled on certain nights. And there's no panic button in in L.A. So I think for Georgiev, even though his save percentage and um, his goals against are not going to, you know, you know, blow you away or, or get his name in the newspaper on a morning or on a daily basis. He's got 23 wins. And last night he was perfect. I mean, he was perfect. That's and I think right. Bednar said it best when he's like, hey, you know, I don't think he's getting the attention that he deserves because we were figuring things out defensively there for a while. And there's been some odd man rushes and some, I mean, juicy scoring chances that, you know, that, that the opposition found the back of the net on that aren't his fault. So if you've got a goalie on your team that leads the league in wins, he's doing something right. The team is very good. And he, I don't think Georgiev's played his best hockey by any means. Uh, he's the kind of guy that loves to play, wants to play, would, would probably play 70 games if you let him. Um, as far as the backup and Ivan Prozatov, look, there's, there's, there's a handful of teams. I already mentioned Boston and maybe there's, um, you know, a handful of others where they've got really, really good backup goaltending. But in this league where goalies are making anywhere from 6 to $9 million, you just can't afford it when you've got, you know, $50 million wrapped up in six players. I mean, you've got to figure out ways to navigate the salary cap. And those teams that are paying high-dollar money for, for their goalies can't go out and get forwards that are as good or as talented. So, it's a it's a balancing act, and I think up to this point, the you know the wins speak for themselves. That Georgiev is a hundred percent capable of uh, taking this deep deep into the playoffs. Kyle Keith, Altitude TV, joining us on the Jim Davis Show. Trade deadline approaches. Is there any sort of relief maybe there on the table for the Avs to maybe find a guy that could spell? Or are they happy with Ivan Prosvetov enough to go with these guys, these two guys going forward and towards the playoffs? I think I think the answer is always looking on the other side. What's better? What can make our team better? Um, so you never want to take that off the table. Is Ivan Prosvetov? Could he step in? Certainly. Could they win a Stanley Cup with him? I don't know. I don't know, but I don't know how many teams out there that could say that. Um, you know, as far as, you know, the sexiness of me coming on here and saying, they need to go get, you know, Elias Lindholm, you know, from Calgary, second-line center. They need to go out and get this guy or that guy. That's what fans love to talk about. You know, we talk about, you dream about. The numbers sometimes just don't agree with you. So I think – one of the most impressive teams that I've seen this year, and maybe Avs fans are not going to like this, is the Dallas Stars. And the reason I say that is because they have 10, 11 guys with 20 points or more. That may not sound like a lot of points, but it says depth, right? It says this team is getting it from all four lines. And I think what wins Stanley Cups and what is proven with Tampa Bay winning back-to-back Cups, certainly Vegas last year, the Avs a couple years ago, is depth and health. And if you can roll three lines that are constantly scoring, it just wears down other teams. You're not, you're not playing your top line 26 minutes. You're playing them, you know, 20, 21 minutes, and your third and fourth line guys anywhere from 10 to 16. Um, so I would, I would think that if there's a move out there to add a mean, greasy-type depth player, you know, you've seen the impact that Miles Wood has had on this team, Ross Colton, these guys that aren't afraid to go into the corners. If you can, when Lekkonen comes back, and you've got Duran, uh, Miko, and Nate on that top line, 
You have Lekkinen, Ross Colton, or whoever at second line center and Nachushkin. You got two lines right there that are lethal. Your third line, if you can add a piece, Logan O'Connor, Miles Wood, you know, in your fourth line, you've got a veteran guy like Andrew Cogliano and Kiwi Ranta, these guys that bang and go in and make it life miserable for uh, the, the other defensemen. You, 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 you know what, you know what the recipe is to win Stanley Cups. Jared Bednar knows it. Of course, Joe Sackick knows it. So don't be surprised if all these top teams, Boston, New York, Colorado, Vegas, Vancouver, L.A., if, if they're not looking for guys that go to the, the greasy areas and win puck battles and dig out pucks and, and four-check cards. So may, not everything is big-name type stuff. You saw what happened with Claude Giroux a few years in years ago in, in Florida. It didn't really pan out there. It's not always the guy that has 40 goals that's the best fit for every team. Altitude TV's Cal Keefe with us today on the Team Sports Network. All right, we, we've saved the most controversial question and topic for the end. And that is the video that you did, the holiday video that you put out with all of your <laughs> altitude hockey avalanche cohorts that you were you played all the of best. them. Because we had because Connor McGahey, Kyle comes on the program every Wednesday when I remember to text him to, to remind him that we we're going to talk with him, uh, and and we we brought this up because my colleague the Buckeye boy mm-hmm. saw your video, and. Number one, I, I applaud you, sir. Academy Awards. I think there's a. I think there's a nomination for you somewhere down the line. For yeah. I don't Golden what, Globe at least. What, what do you What do you think, uh, Mosher? Well, it's Mosher, right? Mosher's the best one Mosher's that you do. The closest to the whole. Absolutely. I do like John Michael Lyles a lot, though. But I, I like the. I like your one of the Mosher. I think Mosher because that Nirvana T-shirt mm. that you wore. I have the exact same one. Did you get that at Target? Because that's where I got mine. <laughs> so yes, I did. I love that section of Target. It's my favorite. Uh, you can go buy a T-shirt for ten bucks and look awesome. Um, no, it's you know it's funny because you you live with these people, so you know their tendencies, their personalities. I'm sure you guys know it, you know everything about each other. It's, you live in a hotel and on a bus and on a plane and in around the rink, and you 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 learn about them. And each one of them is distinctly different. Connor, who you have on the show all the time, is a straight arrow. I mean, he is. Every morning, he's going to grab his cup of coffee. He's, his hair's never screwed up. He's always in a tie and coat, and you know he's always very professional. And he'd like to talk to you about this. And he's very well spoken, and you know all of this stuff. And then you've got Moj that literally eats breakfast at Seven Eleven, and it's like, dude, you're going to die any time this year if you keep eating like that. And Riker, everything is just it's it's bizarre and weird, and the things that come out of his mouth. And Johnny Lyles is up in Vail with all this money and living in a wine cave and it's it's a it's a perfect setup for an SNL skit to sort of get everybody together and just create chaos and it actually takes me a while to like write it and and script it and to get in and out of those outfits I mean it's a three-hour deal to do and you never know if it's going to be funny or if it's going to be what but um, when you're when you're as truthful as, as you can be I think fans that really watch altitude and know these guys are like Oh my God! Now that—that's who he is. Yeah. That's him. That's so. That's fun to do. Yeah, we, we, we was, thought it was brilliant. It was by the way, yeah, we yeah. we laughed our heads out. We thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Then we we talked to Connor about it though. Kyle, he took exception though with your characterization <laughs> of him because he said, "No, I'm not that obsessed with counting things." He says, "I'm not. I'm not that obsessed with counting. Where does he get that I like to count everything all the time?" 
And I think the thing that bothered him the most, though, and Buckeye, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. the glasses that you chose. <laughs> a little he bit. said, what are they, I don't wear Harry Carey yeah. glasses. He goes, I don't wear glasses <laughs> like that. He, he did seem to take some exception to the eyewear that you chose. Well, first of all, I can't read. So I have a thousand pairs of those glasses around the house, right? So I, you know, I didn't choose the 2.6, whatever they are, but they're black and that, that's the only pair I have that are black. And so I chose that. And as far as the numbers are concerned, you cannot get a word out of your mouth without Connor knowing the real answer. You could say, this kid from Matizzi State looks pretty good. Connor will go, that is correct. And back in 1997, he was born to two immigrants who came to the country and from Italy. And I mean, it's like it's a it's a dictionary. And you're like, I was just talking about his hockey game. Connor knows everything <laughs> about everything. So, you know, it's, that that's who he is. Love him to death. But yeah, he's he's he is a walking dictionary. Perfect. Now I have a question. Now this may only apply to me and you because we're both one nine guys. Happy birthday! Two days late, by the way. Yeah, happy oh, birthday. happy birthday. Thank you. Who is the coolest person born now on our shared birthday? Is it Jimmy Page versus The Field? Was Jimmy Page born on January 9th? So here's some here's a list of dignitaries that are on our birthday. Bart okay. Starr, Bob Denver, Gilligan, Dick oh. Enberg. Okay. Pretty cool there. Um, J.K. Simmons, the fabulous actor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Imelda Staunton, who plays the Queen now in The Crown, season five. The, the last version of The Queen. Yes. Um, Steve Harwell from Smash Mouth. Who is no longer with us. Right. Like Dave, the Queen. Dave Matthews, trade I'd make. I mean, no mm. um, Chad Ocho Cinco. Oh, God. Catherine, Princess of Wales. Oh, that's a pretty good one. And uh, there was one other one who I lost off my list, but. Oh, uh, Zeke Naji from the Nuggets. Okay. So who's the coolest well, person? It's Jimmy Page versus the field, I think. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it all depends on your taste in music, but I would I would argue that anybody that is born on that day or at least a Capricorn, and I don't know if you're like this, but I'm an absolute nutbag. Like, there's not a whole lot going right up in my head. So I think Capricorns in general are just weird um, and I put myself in that category. Um, I would say Jimmy Page or Dave Matthews. I know there may not be a lot of a lot of people. Most hates Dave Matthews. If you even play one song, he wants to drive his car into a bridge embankment. But it's it's I guess it's a taste in music. But anything. Here's the thing that sucks about being born in January because my wife bought me a couple presents. I don't even want to open presents. I'm tired of it. I'm sick of the Christmas and then the you know it's 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 a, it's a it's cold. It sucks outside. Everyone's tired of the the holidays. You're coming off. You're dry January or whatever you're doing. It's just you know. And then I'm you know I'm in my fifties now. You're I mean you're probably a young buck, so it, you probably still like having birthdays. Uh, forty one. Yeah, he's forty one. Uh, Hadaway on our birthday as well. My problem is it's fifteen. How could days. you live out Hadaway? When is that the first it, one you say? Yeah. It's fifteen days past. It's one paycheck past Christmas. That's yeah, well, I, people are broke and and sick of eggnog and all that sort of stuff. So January 9th, it's just like let's just get this yeah. for a thousand. You'll go out to dinner, can't, don't have money. I had to Christmas, like great. This right, yeah. right. And then you have mine, which is the day after Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. which oh you know, yeah, boys that's, yeah. The, that's holiday yeah. of the year. 
Yeah. Most important one. So it's, uh, yeah, we around my place try to roll it all into one yeah. little, little thing. And as anyway. a Capricorn, yeah. I am also kind of a lunatic. There are things that I say that I shouldn't. Or yes, that's true. There are things that come out of my mouth that we find out at the exact same time what I say. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. There's one of those for sure. Every day. Well, Kyle, happy belated birthday, sir. Thanks. I appreciate it, guys. I'm, uh, this is always the these these are the dog days of hockey right here January and February this is like July baseball early August baseball where if you're in it you grind if you're out of it you just you you you, you going to work sucks so the Avs right now you know top three team in the in the National Hockey League Winnipeg there I don't know what's going on there but this is a team that I think as the trade line approaches they add a few pieces. They could be there in uh, early parts of June. Cal, we appreciate the time. Ton of fun. Thank you, you so much for coming on today. You bet, boys. Have a great. You bet.